0: The two of the four 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 of the Dragon Radio. I'm your host, M.L. Ruschuk. I'm here with special guest, Luke Andrews. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you you bringing me on.
0: Now, you are a real estate entrepreneur, but you're also an author. So which came first? Let's start there.
1: um, They all kind of transitioned right around the same time. Uh, Writing was... As I was as I was trying to make some changes in my life and in my business, that is what prompted the the writing. Um, I was in a corporate kind of nine to five role, mm-hmm. and I was looking to break out entrepreneurially, run my own business. I was very interested in real estate, um, but if you listen to a lot of the the pundits, you know some of the the big people out there like a like a Grant Cardone who is. Fantastic has a lot of great things to say, but what he'll tell you is, well, you need to to quit your job and move to a new city and find someone who's doing it great and go work for them for a year for free and learn everything you need to learn. Those are all fantastic things. But I had a wife and two kids and a mortgage and I couldn't just quit my job and move across the country. And so I thought there had to be a lot of people in a similar boat to me that really wanted to make changes, but couldn't make those big drastic changes. Mm -hmm. And so I started documenting my journey about how small little changes, incremental changes on a daily basis, add up to big exponential gains down the road. And I just, I started writing behind that. And when I considered Publishing it, turning it into a book, I had a couple of people that laughed at me and said, "You know, you barely passed English class, you don't know anything about writing about publishing, about selling about any of that. Um, I think that was kind of the the fuel in the fire that I needed to go out and, and get it done and that first one it I was fortunate enough that it landed on an Amazon bestseller list and uh, it 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 did well for me so
0: excellent I mean, okay, if you go to the track of being an author. Just just that part there. Is mm-hmm. A na- Nightmare Your First Book? Because how many of us actually graduated um, English Lit in college? Not very many of us. Not many. <laughs> so, so you have to have an editor. You have to have people that understand literature mm-hmm. and formatting and all that other stuff. Otherwise, you teach yourself a lot of information that, You might not learn anywhere else, but then you have to get the book out there. And then you learn sales, but you can take everything there and add it to any business model that you come across.
1: You're you're 100% correct. And I mean, really what it taught me was that just because I don't know about something doesn't mean that I can't figure it out. Um, You know, it was just... it was a great lesson that I was able to take with me. And now I can train other real estate agents and I can teach my kids these lessons. Like, hey, just because you don't understand something today doesn't mean that you can't figure it out. If somebody else has done it, it's possible. There's a roadmap that's out there. You just got to figure it out and you're to got to blaze your own trail.
0: Exactly. And just because of the roadmap doesn't mean you have to follow every piece of that roadmap.
1: You can find,
0: you can find shortcuts if you look hard enough.
1: Absolutely.
0: And that's why we have business entrepreneurs out there. We have people that talk to other entrepreneurs because we're a community.
1: That's right. And I mean, we're just, you know, like-minded people. And although the, the end goal may be, maybe a little bit different, we all have very similar visions. We all have very similar dreams. We're just looking to, to, to change the world in, in one way, shape or form. So,
0: okay. So let's shift over to your business a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your business is real estate and you're teaching other, you have a team of 20 agents right now. Obviously I, I do you,
1: uh, 20, 21, I believe.
0: You didn't start out with 21. So no. obviously, <laughs> obviously this was slow growth and you started with what yourself and maybe one or two others.
1: So I was, I was fortunate enough, my, my broker that I came over to work with, um, you know, he's someone that I have known for a long time and he does, he does things the, the right way. He's got a very big vision. He's got big thoughts, big plans, big goals, big dreams, very similar to what I do. And as I was looking at transitioning out of my corporate nine to five, he was in a phase where he was looking to, to grow his team. And that was something that I did in the corporate world, and so I was able to come over and advise some on that. Uh, but also, he was at a phase to where he didn't have enough time to dedicate to all of the new agents that he was bringing in, everything that they they deserved, everything that they needed to get up and running. And so we created these these additional le- layers. They were almost like sales managers, which I took on one of those roles. Mm-hmm. But as we started to grow over the next year or two, I realized I didn't have enough hours in the day to adequately dedicate to the people coming in. Um, So I created another level underneath me. Um, So now I have people that kind of take some of that initial onboarding off of my plate. And then I work on the recruiting side and I work on, you know, some of the the larger scale negotiation, more, more complex pieces with the new agents, kind of getting them, getting them up and running um, while still doing some production myself. And then I also have a real estate investment business on the side.
0: You have a lot going on. No wonder you don't have enough hours.
1: <laughs> I, I, I do have a lot going on. I, I tend to, uh, you know, o- overcommit myself a little bit, stretch myself a little bit too thin. Um, but you know what? It's, it's fun for me. I'm not doing anything that I don't want to do. And
0: exactly. I think that's that is the pinnacle entrepreneur mindset we take on so much but we're having fun so it doesn't feel like a lot but then we go back through and go wait i don't have enough hours to do x y and z
1: so then i gotta figure out okay well is this an issue that i can that i can farm out in one way shape or form um you know there's a there's a guy named dean graziosi who, he said something several years ago that always stuck with me. He said, if you have a problem and you can write a check, then you, you don't have a problem. If you can write a check to solve that problem, then you don't have a problem. And so that's what I've tried to figure out is I get more and more things coming up. It's like, okay, what can I outsource and where? And maybe it was just as small as, okay, well, I can't afford to outsource A, B, and C in my business, mm-hmm. but maybe I can outsource mowing my lawn and cleaning my house for far less money that buys me the time that I need to continue to grow my business for the A, B, and C that that need attention.
0: Exactly. You have to figure it out for yourself. It's how much money do you have versus what do you need done? And that doesn't mean what do you need done in your business? What do you need done in your personal life? Right. You have to marry the two.
1: (laughs) That's a, you're exactly right.
0: And once you figure out what you need time-wise and money-wise and what you can outsource, like you said, it could be just mowing the lawn or something else. Now you can figure out what other things you can take away from to grow what you need to grow.
1: Yeah. And I mean, with the, you know, there are other entrepreneurs right now who have created businesses that help with virtual assistants. Um, you know, I have found that virtual assistants can do just about anything for you. Um, they've got very a very broad range of unique skills, and so I'm finding that for very inexpensively, I can outsource many of the tasks that I was doing that were remedial is not the right word, but just more just very task oriented, and so I can outsource some of that so that I can do some of the larger thinking, more complex stuff in my business that really helps me grow. And have somebody else kind of keeping the trains on the tracks on a daily basis.
0: Exactly. A personal assistant, virtual personal assistant is great just to answer email.
1: Mm-hmm. Answering emails, paying bills, um, you know, returning text messages, things like that. Uh, managing schedules. It's, it's all uber important. And you don't realize how many hours of the day that you're burning doing those things until you sit down and, and you have somebody else do it. And you're like, where did all this free time come from?
0: yeah then you fill it up with other things that you invent for yourself
1: that's right and then the process starts all over again right
0: right I mean I can't tell you how many times I've hired someone and go oh I have all this free time now I need to invent work because I have free time
1: yeah I call it I mean it's it's very similar it I call it time debt um, because it's very similar to traps that you see people fall into with you know, they'll rack up a bunch of debt on credit cards and then they'll get a windfall that's able to pay them off. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well now I have all this extra credit. I'll be better about it this time. Yeah, no problem. And then all of us before they know it, it's racked back up again. It's the same thing with our time. We have this debt to our time and, you know, I fall into that trap of, okay, I get all this free time, but then I just find ways to fill it back up.
0: Exactly. I mean, if you go to, okay, we're going to expand our business today, just as an ex- example. Okay, what do I need to do to expand my business? Well, I need to outsource A, B, and C so I can get the D. But at the same time, if I'm outsourcing here, I have all this free time. So now I can take on D through G, and I'm not ready for anything else right now, but I'm going to do it anyways.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: So, but this is what entrepreneurs do when we have to teach not to do that because we have, we get into business mind. We want to be CEO, we want to be the leader, we want to be the head, and we have to micromanage everything. Well, when we micromanage, what do we do? We take away time that other people could be working and we could actually be enjoying our lives.
1: That's one thing that's been key in my business is letting go and empowering others to, to do things, and understanding that just because it's my way doesn't mean that it's the best way. Sure, the, the buck stops with me when I'm the CEO of my business, but mm-hmm. you know, I have to allow others to be able to make decisions and potentially do things, and you know, they may do them differently, and at the end of the day, I found in some cases that they actually end up doing it better than I do when they do it their own way. Um, So by empowering others, it's really freed up a lot of time and energy in my business that I can focus on larger picture. And like you talked about just the growth, you know, I need to go from D to G and now I've got to go to HIJK and L, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm not able to do that if I'm not giving up some of my responsibilities on a daily basis and empowering my team to take over.
0: Right. You have to. A, keep your aces in their places. So if someone's really good in math, you want them in your financial area if, or in numbers. If they're really good in English, you want them talking to people. If you, you know, you find out what they're really good in and let them be there. Obviously, if they're good in math, you don't want them doing your customer service when they don't know how to talk to people.
1: Right. I Keep their... Right- keep your aces in their places. I I like that a lot. I've never heard that before, but I I like it a lot.
0: Well, as a younger person, I worked at McDonald's in a corporate McDonald's. One of the sayings for your training for management is keep your aces in your places. Why? No matter from McDonald's to Walmart, if you're in a place that you know what you're doing, and you don't, you're not good in something else, and they put you in something else, obviously, whatever they put you in, and you're not good in, you're not going to be the best, especially when you have time issues.
1: You're, you're 100% correct. And it's, it's so important to make sure that we're, we're allowing people to, to flourish in their particular set of skills. Um, you know, that's what I try to let my team dictate what their skills are. I don't try to tell them what their skills are. I let them tell me what their skills are. Mm -hmm. And then I try to help set them up for success and, and put them in the right positions to succeed.
0: Exactly. It's, okay, do I want to learn this position? Am I good in this position? Do I understand the position? Or do I just want to stay in this type of setting? You have to, as an employee, figure out what you're good at. And then tell your people that are above you, okay, this is what I'm good at. I'm not good here. Keep me here. And we're good. Exactly. Now, what is the title of your book? At least one of them.
1: Uh, So the first book that I wrote was Small Steps, Sizable Gains. And like I talked about, it was just the idea of moving, you know, small incremental steps leading up to these, to this exponential growth. Um, and then from there, I, I I was, it got me the, the bug or the itch for writing. And so I was journaling quite a bit. And so I've got all these journals that I'm buying and they've all got little bits and pieces of things that I really like. Um, but there was not one that just really fit exactly what I was looking for from a guided journal perspective. And that's when it hit me. It's like, well, Hey dummy, you know, how to, you know, how to, format something and self-publish it and everything else. And so I just I basically took a piece of paper and I created what I wanted exactly out of a journal. I found somebody on Fiverr for $75 to format it. I sent it over to Amazon. I hardly sell any of them. Mm -hmm. But when I need one, I just have one printed and sent to my house when one fills up. And so it was it, it was that simple. Sometimes the the book piece of it and the publishing piece of it wasn't even necessarily as an as an income stream. It was a therapeutic thing for me. And then it was also in form of the journal. It was it it was just out of necessity. It was something that I needed and I found a solution for it.
0: Exactly. How many businesses out there you do out of necessity, not because you actually need the money?
1: Well, there's there's the old saying that it's like if you want to make a million dollars, solve a problem that helps a million people. You know, if you want to make a billion dollars, solve a problem that helps a billion people. It's all about problem solving and realizing. What does the market need? Not what do you want? What does the market need? Exactly. If you're going to do
0: a book, what does the, does the market say? I need a book. For? Well, or does the market say I need a fantasy book because we want to escape 2020? Do we need a journal <laughs> because we need a therapy? Do we need what do we need in the market? The market is going to tell you what kind of book we need out there.
1: And that's and that's where my my third book came in that I I released just recently. It was I deal a lot with investors in the real estate space, and I realized there were a lot of new people coming into that world and they were making a lot of mistakes. And so I took the mistakes that they were making and the mistakes that I made when I first got started. And I had a passion for just trying to shorten and flatten that learning curve for new investors coming in. And so I just wrote a book all about the 10 mistakes that I see just about every investor make as they're getting started. And even that one, I said, you know what? This really is all about the passion. It's it's 100% free. I created a website for it and people can go download it at no cost. I mean, it's because it was just something that I felt like the market needed, something that I was passionate about. And I've been taught that if you do the right thing by people, money takes care of itself down the road. And so it's like, no, I'm not going to charge for it. I'm going to send it out there. And if I'm truly passionate about it, I have to put my money where my mouth is. Make it free.
0: Exactly. We have to go help people. That should be first goal. Always put out positive in the universe. Help people. Once you help people, whatever goal you actually have for yourself will then follow
1: you're, you're exactly right. And I have found that over, over my 40 years, I have, I have found that to be true every single time.
0: It doesn't matter what you want to do in life. It doesn't matter if you want to open a business, be a CEO, be a manager, whatever you want to do in life. As long as you're able to help people, you will fall into whatever you need to be doing.
1: Correct. Could not agree more.
0: Sometimes it doesn't even mean it's the path that you choose for yourself because the universe has these little things that go, oh, you're meant for something
1: else. Yeah. It's funny how those things just kind of pop up and it's almost like we, we fall into them, right?
0: Exactly. If you would to met me in prior to 2010, I was on a career path for restaurant management. I work nowhere near restaurant management now, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but- that's what the universe said I needed to do. Yep. So, but where can our listeners and our viewers find you and more about your books, journals, and your business?
1: So you can you can find me at my website, LukeAndrews.us, um, and that is that will allow you to you can connect with me on social. You can download the books. Um, you know, you can, they'll direct you to Amazon or, you know, you can just reach out and just contact me directly. Um, You know, there's a contact me function on the page and I answer all of my own emails. So if there's something that, that they need um, reach out, I'm I'm happy to answer any questions that I can. There were a lot of great people that helped me as I was up and coming and, and moving along this entrepreneurial path. And I've been trying to return that favor as much as possible.
0: That is wonderful. And thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: I appreciate you having me. It's been, a fun, it's been fun.
0: And for our listeners and our viewers, happy investing.